Aloha, people of God. This is your brother, Mike Dillard, coming at you live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome to Fully Submitted. So today, I've got an interesting topic. I hope everyone is doing well, blessed. You know how we do it in the Lord. Hope everyone's doing great today. I am, I gotta say. Uh, yeah, just an interesting uh, interesting uh perspective that came up this morning and I said, you know what? I'm going to make a message. I had actually prayed this morning anyway. I was like, Lord, you know, I please bless me with a new message because I haven't come on with a message since last week. I know an average podcast usually does one podcast a week, but we know how we know how I do it on this one, right? It's a live and dynamic podcast, right? Hey, wherever the message comes up, that's where I put it down, right? Wherever I get it, that's where I spit it. So let's hit it. I like to do many more. I, I may do five, six, seven episodes in a week. It's just as it comes to me, right? So anyway, this came to me, so I'm going to go ahead with this. So the title is, and I might change it, but I think this is the title. The title is, just because you want a thing to be a thing doesn't mean it is that thing. Now, that's going to be interesting to type that out. Just because you want a thing to be a thing doesn't mean that it is that thing. Actually, I am going to keep that title. I love that title. Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about the scripture. Where are we coming from today? We're coming from the book of James, verse 4. We're gonna go, I just had two highlighted. We're actually going to go with uh, verse 1 and 2. And it says, this is the King James Version. From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even of your lusts that war in your member, your members? Ye lust and have not. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war, yet ye have not because ye ask not. I'm going to do something a little bit different. I don't usually switch it up. Uh, uh, during the uh, <laughs> during the uh, message, but I'm gonna go pull this. I'm gonna go pull this also from the New King James version. Okay, boom, here we go. Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. OK, so there's that. Now, the focus on this scripture, it is the. You lust and do not have you murder and covet and cannot obtain. See, oh, where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? I'm going to be doing an international um an international talk on DEI, which is diversity, uh, equality and inclusion. I hope I got that right. But that's that's coming up in September. And I was working on my. The topic that I believe the Holy Spirit has given me. Right. And so as I was kind of mulling that over today, I mean, I, I know it's months in advance, but I was just thinking about it today. I was thinking about how people get all bent out of shape about diversity 
and inclusion and you know the whole thing with homosexuality and transgender and all this that and the other and you know how they they being that community want to portray the body of Christ okay they they they, they want to vilify the Christians they want to vilify the body of Christ like we're doing something oh so horrible to them and you're you're trying to force our opinion you're you're trying to force your opinion on us how dare you do that when in fact we're not doing that at all now i got to say okay you know i've seen people with a little bumper sticker on their car which said jesus please save me from your followers which used to always make me howl with laughter okay because okay we we know we know how it is right this is going out for the mature christians but we know there's some baby Christians and there's some non-Christians listening, right? I got to keep it real. I got to keep it 100, right? Sometimes people that say they're God's people, they do get a little bit kooky. They do get a little bit crazy, okay? People blown up, you know, there's the, the stereotypical, you know, wacko blowing up an abortion clinic or whatnot or, or killing somebody and saying, you know, well, God told me to purge you know, purge uh, the, the earth of your filth or whatever it is, right? Some nonsense, right? That is not a Christian. That's somebody that's saying they're a Christian, but see, they're not really a Christian. And y'all know I always make the distinction, a real Christian, a mature Christian. I know many Christians wouldn't stand up and say that, but I will. <laughs> I will definitely say that because there's many people that's going to stand before the Lord and, and say they was a Christian. And then we're going to find they not we. I'm not including myself in that. They're going to find out to their dismay horrifically. So I, I might add that they were never Christians. Jesus said, I, away from me, you evildoer. I never knew you. See, that's what I'm talking about. Right. So somebody can say they're a Christian all day long. It doesn't matter. If in the end, Jesus said, I don't know you. Guess what? You is not a real Christian. Real Christians are going to heaven. Real Christians have a place that Jesus went and prepared for them. Hello? In my father's house, there are many mansions. That's what he said. He went and prepared a place for who? His bride. Right? Real Christians. So real Christians don't have a problem with DEI. Right? And I'm not going to get all up into the thick of this because that would basically be like going over my entire talk that I'm going to do in September. But my point is this. Look, look, my point is this. Right. Sometimes people that claim they're Christians can be a little a little crazy, a little, you know, a little cray cray. And they do stuff which gives, you know, the body of Christ a bad name, if you will, because, you know, then they want to say, well, you Christians, that's how Christians are. Right. But but the bottom line is this, you know, the whole thing about diversity and inclusion and all this and that, you know, what we got to look at really is social bullying. Right. OK, hey, we got to look at the aspect of social bullying. See, Christians, real Christians, true Christians, we we love you. OK, we we don't have a problem loving. Someone that doesn't necessarily agree with our viewpoints hey okay you don't believe that jesus christ is the son of god okay okay i'm kind of scared for you but okay right i still love you i'm not gonna clobber you upside the head with my bible and say hey 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 you're going to hell now the bible may just say that but i'm not gonna clobber you upside the hell 
ahead with my Bible, my Bible, right? What's going on in my mouth here? I'm going to love you. I'm going to love you. I'm going to love you. The Bible said they shall know us by our love, by our love, right? By our love. See, no one was trying to really hear from the Pharisees because they were pharisaical, because they were critical. Hello? They were judgmental. And, and they got the letter of the law, the Bible says, but they missed the spirit of the law. They missed the spirit, which is the Holy Ghost, behind the word of God. So they had the words, but they missed what it was really all about. Okay? Now, Christians... We have the love of God. The Bible says that God gave us a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. We have a spirit of love on the inside of us, right? We love people. That's what we're called to do. We're called to love others. So even though, mature Christian, even though somebody may be a practicing homosexual, right? They may be practicing this. I say that because that's what it is. Many of them believe a lie that says that they were born that way. No, they were not born that way. There is a spirit that came upon them at some point after birth. It could have been two weeks after they were born. Hello? And that thing been with them all that time. But to say that they were born homosexual is a lie. That's a lie that I'm not going to come into agreement with. The Lord God did not make any homosexual babies or straight babies. He made babies. He made, hello, people. They're born, right? A baby don't know nothing about nothing. It didn't come out the womb. This baby here is a homosexual baby. Yup, lie from the pit of hell. Lie. Now, just here's, here's where we get into the title. Just because... These people, whoever they may be, believe the lie and they bought into the lie that they were born as a homosexual doesn't mean that that's one. Number one, true. It doesn't mean that it's true. Number two, just because you believe that that's true, it don't make it true. OK, come on now. It doesn't make it true. Now, that's not the title yet. We still get we kind of ooching our way there. But you feel me on that, right? Just because you believe a thing is true. It does not make that thing true because a lie is a lie is a lie. There are many people who have already died believing a lie. That something or someone or some being or some power or some God or some alien or some universal entity, something other than the Lord Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, they believe that something else was God. And they believed it to their detriment and they died. They perished believing that lie. But the Bible says that every knee is going to bow. Every human that has ever existed or ever will exist will come before Jesus to be judged. How do we know Jesus? Because the Bible said, right, the father gave the father gave the authority to Jesus to judge Jesus will be the one that we're going to come before. We're going to come before the Lord, right? For those of you that don't know, if you're not a Christian, when I say God, God is Jesus Christ of Nazareth, okay? The Lord is Jesus. He is Jesus. Jesus and the Lord and God are synonymous. They are one in this. They are, they're all the same person, okay? Anything outside of that is not God. Not the real God, okay? 
Some man-made God or some, some God that Satan created, some name he put on himself or his fallen angels or demons so that people could worship them. But it doesn't mean that they're really God. Okay? Right? They're not God. They can play. They can pose in order to deceive, but it doesn't make anything change. Satan could want to be God all day long, and he has wanted to be this for a millennia. And guess what? He can get people to worship him. But see, in the end, it doesn't matter because he can want that thing all day long to be a certain thing. And that thing is not that thing, even though he wants it to be that thing. It's not that thing. OK. Now we're getting to the title. Let's talk about the touchy homosexual issue here. <clears throat> okay? The, the truth of the matter is, it is a sin like any other sin. Right? It's a sin. People don't make form coalitions about liars. There's no anti-liars coalition. There's not people that are like, hey, we're liars. We're going to, you know accept us embrace us we're liars we're thieves we're the thieves coalition there's nothing like that no one's out there lobbying to get laws passed and this you know what it is a, but, but because they believe a lie they're they're making different they're taking different actions they believe us a lot they believe the lie but the truth of the matter is that homosexuality is a sin just like any other sin okay for y'all for those that have listened you know that in my past, the Lord delivered me from pornography. That was a sin, okay? And it was an unchecked sin. I did that since, I did it since I was like 13, okay? It's a sin. It's what is it? It's lust. It's lust. It's idolatry. It's lust. It's covetousness. Guess what? Uh, when I was doing that thing, I liked doing that thing, which was why I did that thing. I, do you think that I wanted that thing to be a sin? No. Any sin or vice that people are engaged in, they're doing it. Why? At, at the base of it, they enjoy doing it. <laughs> That's why they do it. Right? Now, after they get hooked, you know, then it becomes painful or whatnot. And oops, it's a little too late now. Right? But there's still that, that, that hook. Right? That gets you hooked. Whatever it was, whatever your thing, whatever your vice was. Right? There's still an element of, of, of desire, of pleasure. There's still, there's still some aspect to that thing that you or I want to do. Now, once you come to Christ and you repent, even, even as an immature Christian, even as a baby Christian, you understand like, hey, these things are sin. I'm letting it go. God help me let it go. I agree with you. It is sin. See, that is the truth. That's the way to look at it. Right. But but the devil has. Uh, many people that are involved in the homosexual uh, uh, community deceived. Now, I say many and not all, because there are people that are in the homosexual community and they believe what the Bible says. They believe it's a sin. Right. And they're going to God. They're, you know, they're not fighting it. They're not trying to say God is a liar because they want that thing to be a particular thing. And no matter how much they want that thing to be the thing, it ain't going to be that thing. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> right. 
So many people in the homosexual community, they want that thing. They want that particular sin, homosexuality. They want that thing to not be that thing. What is that thing? It is a sin. It is an accursed an abomination of sin that God talks about in the Bible. But see, they don't want it to be that thing. But no matter how much they want that thing, that accursed thing, that sin to not be a sin, but to be a blessed thing, it ain't never going to be that thing. Do you feel me? And herein lies the challenge, right? Because what Satan is trying to, what he's not trying to do, he's done it, okay? He's done it through the use of law, the law. Right. The written law. We know from the Bible, man's laws are made to trip up, man. We know that for those that are mature, we already know that. So, yeah, there are laws that are written and yeah, laws do provide some context for decency and, and order and, you know, you know, good with all those things. Right. Hey, there needs to be a law. Right. See, God, our laws, some of the laws are based on God's laws, but God's laws are perfect. And some people say, well, you know, it was written by men. No, it wasn't written by men. <laughs> it was God who, who wrote it using those humans. He inspired those humans to write the infallible word of God, which has never failed, which has never been proven wrong, which is perfect, perfect, perfect. Now, that's God's laws, right? Now, man's laws are different. So while they can base some of their laws on the perfect law of God, you have to remember God's law is perfect and was written by a perfect being. Man's laws are imperfect and were written by imperfect beings. OK. Many times, many times, many times the laws that man have created have been written by wicked people to give an either to given a pardon or a pass to a, a particular group of people or to withhold or to even punish or destroy another group of people. But, oh, it's on the books. It's the law. We even saw that in the Bible, right? In the book of Esther, right? Where you had Mordecai, the Jew, and you had Haman, the wicked person that was, you know, the enemy of the Jewish people, right? And what did Haman do? Haman had his own wicked scheme on how he was going to get something written into law. It was the law. It was legal so that they could go and kill the Israelites. They could take whatever they want legally and legally kill them. That was the law. That was man's law. But see, it was crooked. That was wrong. That was an evil thing. And the Lord dealt with him and his entire family about that. Hello? So just because something is, is the law doesn't mean it's, it's true. It doesn't mean that it's, it's based on justice and goodness and, and things, you know, right and truth. It doesn't mean that at all. But according to man, man can swear it how they will. And Satan knows that. So that's what we have with all of this homosexual agenda and, 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 and these rights and all the laws. And, you know, well, if you're not going to sell me a, a wedding cake with two men on it, well, I'm, I'm going to sue you. I'm going to take you to court and do all this stuff. You have to you have to agree with us that this thing is not a wicked thing. It's a beautiful thing. A woman loving a woman. Well, same sex marriage, a man loving a man, same sex marriage. You have to agree with us that this is a good thing because daggone it. We want it to be a good thing. We desire this. It feels right. It feels natural to us. And we don't want to give it up. We don't want to let it go. 
We don't want to stop doing it. And for those that believe it is they were born that way, they believe we cannot stop doing it. So who is God? Now, here, here we come, right? In their hearts, what's happening? They've been judged by the word. They don't like it. They're being convicted. And instead of saying, well, you know, I repent, I, I, you know, they won't even allow the truth to come in. They get mad at Jesus, who is God, and they get mad at anybody that's telling them what Jesus told them. OK, They're, they don't like that. And, and, and the Bible said, you know, hey, <laughs> you know, just remember that they when they hate me, when they hate us, just remember they hated Jesus first. Right. So you, you have to deal with this. Right. Oh, oh do you want to be obedient to the Lord or do you want to be popular? See, if you want to be popular, see, Pilate wanted to be popular. OK, he didn't want to do what pleased God, even though his wife warned him he didn't want to do what pleased God. And what did they say? Well, you're no friend of Caesar's. You're no friend of Caesar's. <gasps> no friend of Caesar's. Right. He was being convicted to do the right and the righteous thing. But, oh, you're no friend of Caesar's. Now you have to, you must choose. That's what the devil always does. He always is going to draw the line. You're going to have to choose, man. Sis, you're going to have to choose. Don't think that you can hide out. <laughs> Don't think that you can hide out and just not give your say on the matter. You are going to be called to take a stand. Whether the Lord calls you to take a stand or whether the devil calls you to take a stand, by coming to challenge you publicly in front of people, trying to get you to feel ashamed and embarrassed to stand in righteousness, that you would come, that you would dare to come in agreement with something that is sin. Hello? Right? Come on now. Come on. Now look at this. Remember, the people were mad. Gideon went and destroyed the altar that his dad made. <laughs> he destroyed the altar, <laughs> right? The altar that was made to Baal. When the people of the town came out and they saw that the altar that was created to worship a false god, mind you, these were supposed to be God's people. They got all mad. Who did it? Who did it? Right? Get Gideon did it. We're going to bring him out here. We're going to kill him. We're going to kill him because he destroyed the altar to Baal. And then Gideon's dad stepped and was like, yo, basically like, what's up with this? We're God's people. <laughs> OK, if, if Baal is a God, let Baal defend himself, you know, and let the, anybody, any of you <laughs> want to step up and, and do something and defend that wicked thing. Right. The Lord's going to deal with him. Right. Ooh, now they, they start backing away. Right. Because, you know, the fear of God was put into them. It was it was there. They just kind of veered off. But but you it's, it's like that, though. Right. They had to make a choice. Hey, you're going to choose to stand for Baal. You're going to argue for Baal or you're going to stand for the Lord. What you make your choice right here, right now. <laughs> and woe unto you if you chose Baal. Right. OK, we choose Jesus. We choose the Lord. There's always going to be a showdown between the evil and what is righteous. It's always going to be like that. There's no way around it. Right. No way around it. So this is where we are today. Right. 
You have people that are practicing a particular sin. It's homosexual. This sin in question is it is it's homosexuality, right? We per se don't make any, we being the Christian body, we don't make any big deal about one sin over the other. Man, sin is sin, right? But the, the issue is that the devil is making it an issue, okay? He's making it an issue to divide, to push his wicked agenda. He has made it an, an issue. And he fills people with pride. You know, they want to call it gay pride. He fills people's hearts are filled with pride about their sin, about what they're doing. And, and, and they're looking at it from a, from a, a, a oh, the, their perspective is off and they don't realize that it's off. Their logic is off. Their reasoning is off and they don't realize it's off because it's birthed from a sinful standpoint anyway. So it can't, it wasn't born in truth. It was born in sin. So it is already off. They done already missed the mark and they keep going further and further and further into their sin. Okay. And no matter, and now here's the encouragement, no matter how much or how vehemently people come at you and tell you that you're wrong and oh, you're so judgmental and you're this and you're that. You don't have to defend yourself, right? Because you're not doing that. You're simply loving people. That's what you're doing, right? The issue is that they are bullying you, right? This whole homosexual agenda and it's an agenda. It's a cover by Satan to really bully people socially into agreeing with something that is ungodly, unscriptural, unbiblical. That's what it is. Some people will fold like a two dollar bill. They're going to just fold up boop, and they're going to be like, yeah, you're right. You know, because there's pressure on them because they're not going to look popular. Oh, because you might lose some followers. You know, you're going to have to choose. And they're going to come at you. And just because they want that thing and you can even tell them that just like I'm going to tell them. And I've told people that I know people that I love and care about. Right. Right. Hey, listen. Number one, I don't make I don't try and impress upon you who I sleep with. That's none of your business. It's none of my business. Who you sleep with is not my business. Don't go trying to force this down my throat. You judge us you Christians and say, why are you trying to force our, our beliefs down your throat? Why are you trying to force your beliefs down our throat? <laughs> you want to believe that lie? That's on you. OK, that's on you. Right. But the truth is still the truth. And even if they're going to find you or even if even if they say you're going to they're going to throw you in jail because you have to know this, you have to know this. Jesus warned us about it in the Bible. So it can't be. So it shouldn't be a surprise to you, especially if you're saying you're a mature Christian. It should be no surprise. It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. OK. The next thing that's coming is the bestiality. And, and, and the, and the uh, pedophilia, they're going to make that legal. They're going to write this wicked thing into law. Well, they were born that way. They can't help it if they love children. And what's wrong with loving a child? It's just loving a child. What's wrong with loving an animal? It's just an animal. I'm telling you, that's what's come. It's already here. But, you know, it's not very mainstream at the moment. 
It's right around the corner. And it's all based on the same evil, twisted plan from Satan. Right? These people desire, they desire this thing. They kill. Why? Because they can't, they get mad. They desire and they kill. They can't have it. Why can't you have it? Because it's sin. It's, it's evil. It's wicked. They don't like that. What do they want to do? They want to kill. Look at what happened with John the Baptist. So you had Herod and you had Herodias, right? John the Baptist stood up boldly and was like, hey, this is sin. Why are you sleeping with your brother's wife? This is wicked. It's an abomination. This is sin. Now, Herod was kind of chill about it, right? He had respect. He had a fear of God. He respected John the Baptist. He wasn't sure, like, he, he thought he had a relationship with God. He, he knew there was something more there, so he just kind of backed off. And quite honestly, he was fascinated with John. He was fascinated with John the Baptist, right? He would listen to what John the Baptist said. The problem was Herodias, okay? His, his, his brother's wife that he was sleeping with, she was furious. How dare he say that, right? Furious, ah! He called out her sin. He called out Herod's sin. And Herodias was furious, furious enough to hatch a plan, right? She saw how her husband was lustful and lusted after their daughter. And she hatched a plan and told her daughter, go and dance before him. Get him all worked up and lustful. And then he's going to offer you something. And then when he offers you something because he wants to sleep with you, Tell him you want John the Baptist's head on a platter after he done made his big speech about I'll give you half of everything I have. Yeah, then kill John the Baptist. Right. And that's what happened. So you, we all know how it ended. Right. But my point is this. Right. She got mad because the sin that she wanted to have in her life got called out. She got mad, mad enough to what? Murder. That's what the that's what the scripture is talking about. That's what it's talking about. And people get very, very, very mad. You can go online and find. And not everyone practicing homosexuality is like this, but there are some that are, they get very mad and very violent, very violent. Many of them will just argue with you or they might call you names, but some will actually go to blows and start kicking and beating on you, right? So they get very angry, right? Okay. Some of them get very angry. Why? Because that sin that they want in their life has been exposed. They've been called out and you're, they're, they're being told you can't have that thing. And they're getting mad, mad enough to kill and murder about it. OK, but no matter how much the thing that they want to be that thing, it you know, no matter how much they want that sin, that accursed practice, that accursed sin to be a blessing. You know how much they want that relationship. Hey, Bobby is in love with Joseph. Hey, you know, Susan is in love with Tina. You know, they're married to each other. They're having a, a sexual relationship. That no matter how much they want that thing to be a beautiful thing. And between themselves, they may actually have romance. They may actually have trust and, and, and deep, deep, deep feelings for one another. So to them, it is a beautiful thing. But no matter how much they want that beautiful thing to them to be a beautiful thing in the eyes of God, it is never going to change because something that is accursed is accursed. Something that is blessed is blessed. I'm going to share this with y'all, a quick backstory, and then I believe... I'm getting up out of here. Okay, here's a quick backstory. Y'all know I got a billion of them. So when I was married, okay, 
I remember I bought this car. It was a Jetta, right? I was separated at the time, which is neither here nor there. I was still married. I was still in covenant. And I said, I'm buying this car. I bought the car, right? My wife at the time was like, mm, you shouldn't buy that car. I'm not in agreement with that, right? That, that car is not good. You, don't, you shouldn't do that, right? I'm buying it anyway, okay? I bought it. I bought that car in sin, <laughs> okay? It's just that simple. I was not in agreement with my wife. I was out of step. It didn't make no difference. We're separated anyway in this. See, I wanted that thing to be the thing. I wanted it to be like, well, you know, God's laws are kind of relaxed like this because, you know, right now we married, but we kind of not married. So I don't got to be in agreement. Man, get out of here with that junk. <laughs> okay. That's a bunch of mess. I bought that car in sin. So what did that mean? That car was not blessed. That car was cursed. That car gave me problems literally until the day I got rid of it. It gave me problems. It kept breaking down, problems with transmissions. No matter how many times I put it in the shop, it would just keep breaking constantly con until I understood this car is cursed. Oh, that's what's going on. I, I bought it in disobedience and rebelliousness. It's cursed. So no matter how much money I pump in it is, no matter how many times I try to fix this daggone car, no matter how many times I want to act like, oh, it's not cursed, it's not cursed, it's not cursed. I kept coming back to the realization and the understanding that, uh, yes, this car is cursed. And then finally, the day I was taking it, right, the day I, I got me another car and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this car drop it off in this particular place so they can tow it to the place uh uh what do you call it the 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 yard where they they take the cars and they recycle it they crunch it up i'm gonna get it towed from there don't you know even on the way to the place the car broke down <laughs> the car still broke down literally on the very last day i said man when something is cursed it is cursed and that's that ain't no coming back this ain't no movie you know, so that the homosexual relationship, no matter how much some, somebody wants it to be something else, it can't be nothing else than what it is. It is cursed. Amen. It is an abomination and it is cursed. It doesn't mean that we hate the hey, you call it an abomination. See, it's not even about that. Ain't nobody call you an abomination, man. <laughs> Ain't nobody call you an abomination. Right. Woman. Right. That relationship is an abomination. That relationship is cursed. Right. You. I love you. I love you, man. I love you, sister. I love you. Right. I don't agree with what you're saying, but I still love you. Why? Because God gave me love for you. So if, if you are someone and you're listening and you've been struggling with homosexuality, hey, again, I'm not telling you that. You know, you're some wicked person. I love you, right? Repent before the Lord. You struggle with that sin, just like I struggled with my own sin, you know? Hey, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Trust me, I've done much trembling over these 30, 30 plus years I've been a Christian. I've done much trembling, okay? Um, but the Lord is faithful, amen? 
But you got to work with him. If you work with him, he'll work with you. Don't front and be like, I ain't doing this. It ain't. Yes, it is. Come to him and be like, I'm, a, I'm in sin. I'm telling on myself, Lord, please help me. If you believe you don't know how to get out and how to stop, tell him that. Just like I told him those, you know, how many times, Lord, please help me. I don't want to die some old man looking at pornography. Jesus, please help me. Help me, God. And he did. It took many years. Well, I'm, I don't want to make it seem like he didn't help me all the times that I asked him. He did help me. But eventually all those times together added up to where it was like, okay, boom, bow. I'm out of it now. Thank you, Jesus. Right? So please pray. Right? Just ask him for help. And uh, don't try and make a thing a thing when it's not that thing, right? Something that is cursed is cursed. You ain't going to change that. The Lord himself cursed that thing. You're not going to change God's mind on it. It is cursed, right? The habit, the practice, the sin, it's cursed. It's, it's sin. The relationship is cursed, right? Repent, go before the Lord. That's all you can do, okay? That's all you can do. And lastly, like I'm, I'm now saying to everybody, everybody listen. So again, remember, just because you desire a thing to be a thing doesn't mean that thing is going to ever be that thing. Don't mean that. What's cursed is cursed. Always going to be cursed, just like my Jetta. Cursed to the very end. Don't get caught up. Don't get it twisted. And be believing some lie, some rhetoric that that the devil created, right? And he got a bunch of humans saying it all over the world. And now you feel some type of way to, to be pressured. And, and you know, you want to fit in, man. You're going to have to choose. You choosing between the Lord or Satan is just that simple. Well, I don't think it is. It is just that simple. You have to stand for righteousness or you stand for wickedness. You have to choose. There's no gray area. Ain't no middle line, man. It's this or it's that. That's it. No gray area. Choose. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. Amen? Amen. All right. That's it for today. So I love y'all with the love of the Lord. Hey, always remember, submit yourself unto God first. Then resist the devil and he will flee from you. Until next time, aloha and be blessed.